It's time for Let's Talk Real Estate with Fritz Pfister, the REMAX professional who makes buying and selling easy. This is Springfield's only live call-in real estate show, answering your questions and educating you so you can make a better decision. Call 629-7970 with your questions. Let's Talk Real Estate with Fritz Pfister of REMAX Professionals. Stay informed, stay connected with WMAY. Welcome to Let's Talk Real Estate program number 1,350. My name is Fritz Fister with REMAX Professionals of Springfield. Thanks for tuning in this morning and sharing your time with us. Uh, instead of doing subdivisions of the week and uh, these next few weeks, I'm going to take a tour around Sangamon County. We're going to start down in Chatham and we'll go around the county to all the different areas and villages like Rochester and Sherman, Williamsville and you Pleasant Plains, New Berlin, Auburn, you name it, we're going to go there and we're going to find out how their markets are performing in 2021. And we'll uh, culminate our trip around the county right here in Springfield. Now, following our weekly observations, we'll open up the phone lines for your calls at 217-629-7970. Uh, the opinions expressed on Let's Talk Real Estate are solely mine. They're not necessarily those of sponsors of REMAX Professionals of Springfield, REMAX International, or the Capital Area Realtors. I'm a licensed real estate broker. I don't own REMAX. I'm not an attorney at law, a tax expert, or a financial planner. So the opinions I share with you are those of a real estate broker serving the Springfield area as a full-time realtor since 1987. Our sponsors this half hour of the program are Mark's Fireplace and Lighting, the store that will brighten up your lifestyle. Writings Plumbing. When you have a plumbing problem, it's Writings to the rescue. And Slabjackers Construction. If your concrete has that sinking feeling, get all jacked up with Slabjackers. I want to say good morning to my sister Mindy in Cumberland, Maryland, son Sam in Nashville, Tennessee, my son Josh, his wife Ashley, and my grandkids Kenzie in Weston in North Carolina, listening live on WMAY, and welcome aboard everybody It's tuned in online. Well, it's time for our weekly observations being brought to you by our friends at Mark's Fireplace and Lighting, the store of distinction. You still have 
Time to get by Marks today for their end-of-season sale. Grills, patio furniture, outdoor kitchens, you name it, they've got it, and it's the finest between St. Louis and Chicago. It's like walking into a front gate catalog store. Gorgeous, beautiful, will adorn the interior or exterior of your home, whether it be a pool, patio, deck, you name it, they've got it. Mark's Fireplace and Lighting, the store of distinction on the South 6th Street Frontage Road, south of the Route 66 Hotel and Conference Center. Well, here's your weekly observations for this October 30th, 2021, and it's titled Halloween and Other Surreal Things. You know, next week we will have the October Home Sales Report. Would you agree 2020 was surreal? Lockdowns, mandates, masks, social distancing, plexiglass everywhere, essential and non-essential business, closed schools, uncertainty, government intrusion into the economy on individual rights, the massive loss of jobs, the permanent closure of 35% of small businesses, then ending with the best year on record for local housing sales. Surreal. Along comes 2021 with government intrusion continuing under the guise of saving lives from a respiratory virus. My view in April of 2020 was government trying to save you from the virus was a fool's errand akin to a farmer trying to stop a storm from knocking down their crops. And I still believe that. Every state's governor decided their state's course of action. If to intrude with mandates by unilaterally implementing emergency orders upon the economy, businesses, and individuals. Illinois' governor chose to intrude with strict emergency orders, mandates, and edicts for 21 months now. And lo and behold, we have higher infection, hospitalization, and death rates in many states who chose not to intrude. And Illinois has one of the worst-performing economies among all states. That, too, is surreal. Oddly enough, Florida chose not to intrude and allow citizens to assess their own risks, protected the most vulnerable, didn't deem who was essential, who was non-essential, didn't mandate mass or extended school closures, and today has the lowest infection, hospitalization, death rates in the nation. And they have a booming economy. Now comes the president stating he is going to mandate vaccinations for federal employees, federal contractors, military, and businesses in the private sector with 100 or more employees, but has not implemented any executive order to date to that effect because the legal department is still searching for the lawful authority to be able to enact such orders. Although not legally enacted, businesses with more than 100 employees didn't know what to do. Some did nothing and are waiting. Some already implemented the mandate, thinking it was coming soon from the president's September 13th announcement, and have begun firing people who maintain they have sovereignty over their body and conscientiously object to following the mandate. We have potential massive disruptions caused by an order that has not been implemented. 
surreal. This week, the supermajority in the Illinois legislature has sent the progressive governor a bill to remove a citizen's right to conscientious objection from the Health Care Right of Conscious Act. Surreal. Cities, school boards, and other governmental agencies have begun implementing mandates, as has the federal government. Now, tens of thousands of fire, EMT, police, doctors, nurses, teachers, and military will potentially be fired for refusing to follow a mandate that they believe violates their rights. The same people government called heroes last year, a man-made disaster is unfolding at the hands of government. Surreal. A smaller example of this man-made government disaster is being felt by all Americans due to the supply chain disruption caused primarily by California ports' inability to offload shipments of goods. Why is it the California government's fault? Rules, regulations, and mandates. Trucks older than 10 years old are not permitted. Truckers cannot be independent contractors. Must be over 21 and a member of a unionized company with a fleet of trucks. And must be vaccinated. The federal government's solution to the armada of container ships waiting for weeks offshore to unload? Beginning November 1st, the cargo ships will be fined $100 per container per day for lingering past a soon-to-be-announced time frame. You can't make this up. Surreal. With Halloween tomorrow, one needs to examine which is scarier, the ghost and goblins or the incompetency and abuse of power by government. With 10 months almost in the books for the local housing market, sales continue on pace to be setting a new record at best or second best market on record at worst. Surreal. Closed home sales reported through the end of business yesterday have year-to-date closed sales up 5.7%. Now that's real. As the Federal Reserve continues whistling past the graveyard in the face of dangerously persistent high inflation, keeping interest rates at zero. As the Illinois governor continues unilateral mandates negatively impacting businesses, jobs, schools, public safety, with the potential firing of heroes from a year ago, these policies will ultimately have an adverse impact on housing. Home buyers and sellers better act fast. The trick or treat will be on consumers if they wait too long. When the housing market changes again, as good as it has been during a pandemic and unprecedented state government intrusion and abuse of power, add the incompetency pervasive throughout the federal government the market may become as bad as it has been good. However, it may not. And that would be surreal. And that's this week's Weekly Observations, brought to you by our friends at Mark's Fireplace and Lighting, the store of distinction on the South 6th Street Frontage Road. Pretty incredible what we're seeing happening throughout this state and nation.
surreal is probably a pretty good word to address it. Well, last week I shared with you that I was taking two listings, and because of MLS rules, I couldn't give you addresses or anything, but I did tell you about 228 Manor Hill, a home in Chatham, 2,630-square-foot ranch, impeccable condition, three-car garage, nicely updated, only 3099 Well, we listed that on Sunday. By Sunday evening, we had an offer. Oh, we've already found those sellers a home. And then I told you about one in Franklin Park. Well, it was at 2224 Croydon Drive, and it was inundated with showings. Incredible number of showings showing me that there are still certain price points. This home was at 149.9, that there's still a lot of demand at certain price points. And hopefully there are home buyers out there heeding my advice to get out there, buy a home and lock yourself into an affordable cost for your housing with these low interest rates. We have a lot of uncertainty in the economy. We've got inflation out to wazoo. The costs on everything else are going up. Your natural gas is going to go up 40% this winter. It's going to cost you a lot more. So at least lock in the cost of your housing at a low interest rate. That 30-year mortgage, that interest rate does not change. That will stay steady. The only thing that will go up or down very seldom down, but it could, property taxes and insurance. And of course, you got to maintain the home if you're not renting anymore. So you need to budget for that as well. But this home had an incredible number and it sold right away. And uh, we are looking for a home for this buyer. And this buyer is looking for a three-bedroom, two-bath home, uh, prefers a ranch, but doesn't have to be if it's got the space that they're looking for. Uh, they would like to have an attached two-car garage. And after uh, the all these years with a uh, laundry closet, uh, she's looking forward to a laundry room. So she'd like to have a nice laundry room. And looking up to 225, she's looking in Springfield or any of the villages in the surrounding area. She doesn't want to have to drive too far, so she doesn't want to be too far out. Maybe a Chatham, a, a Rochester or something like that. Maybe even a Sherman. Pleasant Plains would be too far. So would New Berlin. But uh, pre-approved, ready to go. Home sold. Her buyer's pre-approved, ready to go. And uh, we're looking for a buyer uh, for that home on Croydon. Now, I do have another uh, listing coming uh, on the west side of Springfield. It's a smaller, older, three-bedroom, two-bath ranch with an attached two-car garage, and it too will be 149.9, but I can't tell you where it's at because of the MLS rules. And it's probably going to be one week at the earliest, two weeks at the latest. If you're a realtor and you're tuned into the program, give me a call and I'll share the details with you so that you can get your clients in there, be the first ones in. Uh, and if you're a prospective home buyer that doesn't have a real estate agent, uh, it'd be my pleasure to uh, help you as well. But uh, we learned uh, some, we had some sit in, oh, excuse me, the, that uh, information was brought to you by our friends at Slabjackers Construction. 
I say, if you get that sinking feeling, get all jacked up. Well, the sinking feeling comes when you look at your driveway or your sidewalk tilting towards the house or the front stoop that's tilted back towards the home or the patio. Slabjackers can raise that up. Get rid of that sinking feeling. Get all jacked up with slabjackers at a fraction of the cost of replacement of that concrete. Old Chucky's a great guy. Give him a call at 787-8252. They're still working, but it's not going to be long. As soon as that permafrost gets in the ground, they have to shut down for the winter because the substance that they pump underneath that concrete to raise it up uh, is not to be used when there's frost in the ground. So you either get it done now or get your name on the list for when the frost goes away. But uh, we had several situations of the week this week, um, and I just want to kind of cover these with you uh, quickly. If you're a longtime listener to uh, Let's Talk Real Estate, thank you, number one. And number two, you may have heard this before, but it's worth a reminder. Uh, I had a, uh, uh, a client that uh, has been looking for a home, and this home hit, and we looked at the listing, and it was on a uh, in the middle of the week and, uh, we immediately went to schedule a showing on it and all the times were blacked out until the next day, uh, until the evening. And, um, we contacted the uh, listing agent and said, Hey, you do know that you're not allowed to have an active listing. That's not available to be shown. It has to be available to be shown. And uh, kindly enough, they got us in. Uh, the client liked it. The client wrote an offer on it, actually wrote an above asking price offer on it, well qualified, nothing to sell buyer, and uh, gave the uh, seller uh, a deadline to respond to the offer. And uh, they didn't respond because they were planning on doing uh, an open house and uh, taking offers uh, through the weekend uh, and are trying to drive the price up. And our offer was already over asking price. And so we asked the agent to kindly give us something in writing that the offer was presented and that the seller rejected the offer. And we still haven't seen anything back yet. That's t one of the types of frustrations you might run into as a buyer in this kind of market. Uh, the agent should have put in their remarks at the time of listing that they would be uh, doing an open house and doing showings through the weekend and then reviewing offers on Sunday. But they didn't. And so it turned out to be quite a point of angst for our client and we talked him off the ledge, but uh, uh, just look out for that type of activity. Uh, and I don't recommend getting yourself into a feeding frenzy like that and, and having to compete against uh, multiple other buyers. Because I will share with you once again, if you buy an overpriced home today, someday you're going to have to sell an overpriced home. And then the other one quickly before we go to the news here at the bottom of the hour I want to share with you is I had a uh, person call me and say, hey, um, I'm getting my house sold on my own and I think I've got it sold, 
would you take uh, a couple hundred bucks uh, to come out and write up the contracts and everything for me? <laughs> and I said, no, I, I won't do that. And he said, why not? I just had a friend do that. And I said, you did. I said, uh, well, whoever that real estate agent was, if they didn't have a signed listing agreement or a signed buyer agency contract and didn't represent one or the other parties, uh, then they just uh, performed an illegal act. It is against the law for a licensed broker to uh, write a contract uh, on a property that they're not representing either of the principals. And um, that's called the illegal practice of law, you see. And attorneys don't take kindly to that. And uh, if I you know, find out that there are people doing it and I actually have knowledge of it. I just assume not know because I don't want to waste my time doing it, but I will turn them in and have their license sanctioned. And the other thing too is they used an MLS contract. Now we've spent literally a million dollars over all the years refining these contracts and they're copyright protected. So if you're a for sale by owner, and you contact somebody because you've got a real estate friend or you got a banker friend or you know somebody that has access to the MLS contracts and you use those. That's copyright infringement. And you can uh, get yourself into some pretty deep water over that. And I don't recommend doing that. Hire an attorney. The attorney can draw up the real estate contract on his form and handle the process for you. So reluctantly, I, I told the other agent that I, I, I'm, excuse me, the party who called me, I said, no, I can't do that. I said, if you want to hire me as a real estate professional, which I am, and the others that you're referring to obviously are not, uh, then I'll be happy to go to work for you. But otherwise, can't be doing that. See, it's just not legal. And I've got this real <laughs> bugaboo. I like following the law. Well, I'm going to take a break here uh, for the news. And when we return in the second half hour of the program, we're going to have the market update, the interest rate update. Back to Let's Talk Real Estate with Fritz Fister of REMAX Professionals on WMAY. Welcome back to the second half hour of Let's Talk Real Estate program number 1,350. My name is Fritz Fister with REMAX Professionals of Springfield. Thank you so much for sharing your time with me today and tuning in. If you have any questions uh, during this half hour of the program, please give us a call at 217-629-7970. We would be happy to uh, take your calls and answer any questions that you may have. Uh, I'm going to continue on a little bit with Situation of the Week. I talked about uh, don't. Don't use MLS contracts unless there's a member of the MLS involved in the transaction representing one party or the other because uh, that's copyright infringement. And I, I'm not sure what the fine is. I think it's $10,000. And that is something that if anybody who is not a member of the MLS is uh, caught using, uh, I will take the time to uh, uh, turn that in for sure because that's just not it's just not right. Hire an attorney. That's what I recommend. Uh, another thing that came up, and it it's always involves money. Boy, you get money involved in things. People you know, kind of learn their true colors, don't you? But that's not really uh, the point of this message. 
there's two separate situations where I had a client who uh, just closed on a property and it was a, a very unique uh, as in custom built every uh, detail to attention uh, was uh, tended to uh, a home uh, just so lovingly cared for uh, that really wanted the home and paid a substantial amount of money above the asking price. But I informed them, you know, if you get transferred in the next two to five years, you're going to be upside down. And they didn't care because that wasn't the money wasn't important to them because they know they're going to be here at least 10 years. And uh, we analyzed it and said, yeah, over a 10-year period, you should be just fine and you will have gotten a lot of value out of its use. So sometimes uh, money isn't an issue to the buyer. And sometimes money's not the issue to the seller either. I had some real estate agents really upset with me. Oh, we're going to be writing an offer and we're going to be bringing it. Well, they didn't get them to me very quick. And the first person that made an offer made an offer above asking price. And uh, the seller uh, said, you know, these are pre-approved people. I don't want to get into all this mess of a bidding war and everything. I've got what I wanted. Let's just go ahead and uh, tell them we've got some other offers coming in uh, because this couple put a what's called an escalation clause on their contract saying that they would go up to a certain amount. She said, let's just split that difference with them and, and do halfway between what they said they would go to on the escalation clause. So they get it. The buyer gets the home that they want. They were the first one ends. They deserve first priority, in my opinion. Now, I think it's called the honor system. And then uh, they get it for below what they were willing to go for uh, uh, the sale of the house at and the purchase of the house, I should say. And the owner was tickled pink because they sold above asking price. So it's not always about how high can you drive it up? Because, you know, that always can lead to other difficulties. We haven't seen too much of it. We did earlier on in the year uh, when all this craziness started. And uh, we had some appraisal issues. We haven't had many lately, but you could run into that. What have you gained if you sell a home for $20,000 above the asking price and you already priced the house at the very top of the range where it was supposed to be and then it doesn't appraise. You have gained nothing. Of course, as I have recommended on this program, you, if you're negotiating like that with somebody, you have the buyer prove that they have the funds to cover any shortfall on the appraisal and that they waive the appraisal. And if the buyer isn't able to do that, then you've gained nothing if it does short appraise. And to that gentleman who wanted uh, to have an appraiser in here, I still haven't found one that's willing to come in on my program yet, primarily due to me because I keep, uh, I've been busy and I just have forgotten to call uh, some appraiser friends of mine that I know that probably would consider uh, coming in. And those situations of the week were brought to you by our friends at Writings Plumbing. The plumber, the Fister team recommends to all of our clients. The Fister family recommends to all of our family and friends. They're the only plumber that's ever been in our house. <laughs> Ridings Plumbing, affordable, dependable, clean, reputable. Ridings Plumbing. 
544-6890. Let's thank our sponsors for this half hour of the program, shall we? Hillier Storage and Moving, Springfield's oldest and best allied van lines agent. Moving the things you love. Bacon, termite, and pest control. They don't bug you. Just the critters in your home. And JRE Construction Landscaping and Foundation Repair. They can keep water out of your foundation without putting you underwater which means they're affordable and they know their business. Pat's been in the foundation business for over 30 years. He can uh, quickly diagnose uh, what's causing the problem and quickly recommend what you need to do to solve the problem. You don't want water going into your crawl space or basement. It causes deterioration on the walls. It can cause mold. It can cause damage. Uh, it's just it's just not good all the way around. So call Pat Patterson, 691-8555 if you're having any issues. You know we've got the fall rains coming. We've had them this week. I'll be so glad to see the sun. How about you? Uh, I am so ready for some sunshine. Uh, but Pat Patterson, you need to call him now because the fall rains are here and the spring rains will come. And But the one thing about the spring rains... They come on frozen ground that can't absorb the water, and it's definitely going to go to your crawl space or basement. If you're having a problem now, it'll be worse then. Call Pat, 691-8555. Here's your market update. Well, strange thing happened. Some some uh, numbers changed a little bit on the September report for Sangamon County, uh, and it was kind of odd. It kind of jumped out at me. Oh, all the numbers uh, remained the same except for one minor. They added one more sold and closed uh, on October the 29th uh, to th make it 302. So September was down 5% from last year. You got, you've got seven days to report your closed sale, I think it is, or 48 hours or something. Uh, that's 29 days. Come on, ML, let's get on these agents. And then the uh, sold pendings remained the same, 272 down 13.9%, and new listings of 282 were down 14.3%. But what really surprised me was the median sale price, 159950 It was 160 all every report right up through until this final one. And it showed an increase that the uh, median sale price is up 1.2% from last year. And I said, how can that be? It was at 160, it was only up a half a percent. Well, I looked, they changed 2020 September to 158,000 from 159.2. So some strange things going on there with the numbers, but that's the way it was reported and that's the way I'm reporting it to you. Currently there are 507 homes available to be shown. 104 of those already have a contract on them called pending, continue to show, uh, who waste their time doing that. So there's 403 that are actively available, and this is the seventh week in a row where we've maintained over 400 active listings. 3,752 closed home sales reported with two months to go, and the end of the month uh, sales from Friday will come barreling in on Monday, I'm sure. So that's going to add some. But we're up 201 closed home sales over last year. Year-to-date, that's a 5.7%. you got to remember, just uh, 
back in August, we were up 11%. I told you it would start dwindling down towards the end of the year. I, uh, It's looking more likely like we might have a new record number of homes sold this year at the rate of the current rate of dec decrease, or it might be just really close to the same, but it still could fall below last year's numbers. Uh, there's currently 521 homes reported under contract. Now that's down 89 or 14.6% from last year, but it's still the second best for this date ever. And uh, that's your market update brought to you by Pat Patterson. Uh, if you are thinking about buying or selling a home, and if you are, I recommend doing it sooner rather than later. I know the holidays are no fun having a home for sale over the holidays. But this I will tell you, the sooner the better. Forget about the holidays. Look at the inflation. Look at what's coming down the pike at us. Sooner or later, the consumer is going to pull back their spending. Oh, well, they did. Consumer spending fell. And the GDP was only 2%. Well, we've got 5.5% inflation. And you got 2% growth. When you, when you have a flat economy and you have high inflation, that is called stagflation. So my advice to you as a home seller, the sooner the better for you to get sold before things start the wheels start coming off the wagon, interest rates start going up, or people pull in their spending and stop shopping for homes, and you have no demand. And my name's Fritz Fister with REMAX Professionals, 652-SOLD, 217-652-7653. Wrapping up my 35th year in the business, I would love to put that experience to work for you. I have gone through downturns and 1994, I've gone through a downturn uh, uh, in 2001, went through a downturn in 2008. That was the biggie. Lost 60% of our business overnight. And it took us until 2019 to recover. How long will it take us to recover from the uh, impending uh, slowdown? Who knows? But this I can tell you. Who do you want working for you? Somebody that's never been through a slowdown or somebody that's been through three of them. Call Fritz, REMAX Professionals, 217-652-7653. Here's your interest rate watch brought to you by our friends at Hillier Storage and Moving, moving the things you love. Call Tom Swift, 525-8550. And do it early because these movers are booked. You can't just call on Monday and say, hey, I'd like to move this weekend. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. You need at least three, four weeks notice and even longer if possible. But here's always been my thought. Now, does this make sense to you? Moving is part of the cost of you selling your home or buying a home. If you're moving out of a rental, whatever. Wouldn't it be nice to know what that expense is going to be up front instead of getting the number shortly before a move. Call Hillier Storage and Moving. They'll come out and they'll give you a free estimate on your move. 217-525-8550. Hillier Storage and Moving. Moving the things you love. Well, 
Interest rates actually ticked down a bit this week, thank goodness, and they can just keep on doing it. The Federal Reserve can whistle past that graveyard as long as they want, as far as I'm concerned, because that's the only thing keeping demand going. It sure isn't a jobs boom in Illinois. 9,300 jobs created in September with 476,700 unemployed. 2.5% on a 15-year note. Mortgage, I should say. The 30-year, and that's down from 2.525. The 30-year fell from 3.2 to 3.15. Barely noticeable, but it's going the right direction. That's all I care about, and that's all you should care about, too. And that's why you should take advantage of it while you can. FHA stayed steady at 3%, and the VA ticked down a titch from 3%. To 2.875. And VA last week, when it hit 3%, that's the first time it hit 3% since May of 2020. So you got to get on it, home buyers, especially you veterans. Get out. And of course, these rates, uh, you'll get your annual percentage rate when you make your application at the bank because they're going to. Uh, calculate the cost of the loan, your closing costs, and amortize that over the first year and let you know what the amortization rate is. But these are your fixed note rates. But those are also subject to your credit rating. These are for people with good credit ratings. If you have a poor credit rating, you may have to pay a little bit more in interest. That's just the way it works. And that's your interest rate update brought to you by Hillier Storage and Moving. Moving the things you love. 5258550. Now, we're going to go out to Chatham, see how Chatham's uh, faring in this housing market this year. And that's being brought to you by our friends at Bacon Termite and Pest Control. You give Kathy a call at 544-7566. That's who the Fister team recommends. And that's who the Fister family used. And we were happy. Our clients have been happy. And you will be happy. You call Bacon Termite and Pest Control to inspect that home that you're purchasing. 544-7566. Well, out in Chatham right now, how many homes do you think are currently on the market? Single-family homes. There are seven. That's in a town of 12,000. Seven homes available for sale. The median list price is, excuse me, $349,900. The average days on the market, 51. Hmm. Taking longer to get sold? Hmm. How many attached homes are available for sale in Chatham? Zero, none, zilch, dent, nada. How many homes are currently under contract in Chatham? Single-family homes, there are 35. Five times as many are under contract as are for sale. The median list price, we won't know the close price until they close, obviously. We won't know the sale price, that is, until they close. The median list price of those under contract, $250,000. They were on the market an average of 18 days. Hmm. Those 51 days for the seven active should be telling those sellers something. Their brokers ought to be having a conversation with them if they want to get sold 
this year. Attached homes under contract, two. There are two. And they are on the market an average of 78 days. Oh, that's interesting. One was two twenty nine nine. One was 118000 Now, year to date, how many homes have sold and closed in Chatham? You want to take a wild guess? 251. A median sale price of $243,900, and they averaged 12 days on the market. That's why those brokers need to be talking to those sellers out there that have been on an average of 51 days. Attached homes sold and closed so far this year in Chatham. Any wild guess? 25. And the median sale price? $155,000, and they averaged seven days on the market. And, wow, that's pretty amazing. Well, there aren't any for sale. So if, you're th if you've got an attached home in Chatham, give Fritz a call. I think we can have pretty good success for you even during the holidays. I'm pretty positive we can. Well, comparing uh, those numbers to last year during the same time frame, January 1st through October the 29th of 2020, there were actually more single-family homes sold and closed. There were 265. So the number of home sales is down in Chatham from 2020 by 5.2%. There were 32 attached homes sold and closed. That's down 21.8% from that's seven fewer. So it's those percentages make it sound like a lot more, but it's not. The median sale price is the biggie, though. On the single family homes out in Chatham that have sold and closed compared to the same time frame last year are up $26,000. $800 or by 12.3%. I'd say anybody invested in a home in Chatham and then resold this past year during this year, you've done pretty well. And the attached homes in Chatham, the 25 that have sold and closed, the median sale price of 155000 that's up. $16,000 over last year, or by 11.5%. I would say those homeowners did well, too. And that is your subdivision of the week, the village of Chatham. Now, next week, we're going to go out to Rochester and see how old Rochester's doing. The number of sales are down. The prices are up. Why is that? Low inventory. If you're thinking about selling your home, we have a low inventory. You call me, Fritz Fister, REMAX Professionals, 652-SOLD. And let's visit about selling your home over the holidays when you have the least amount of competition during the year, typically anyway. And there's still demand out there and the interest rates are still low because we may get up on New Year's Day and it might be all changed. Don't know, can't say, possible, Whew. the way uh, things are going, uh, I would say there's a probability of it.
Don't know if it's going to happen that quickly or not, but it may not be the spring market we're accustomed to. That's for sure. So that was your subdivision of the week brought to you by Bacon Termite and Pest Control. Now, I did notice uh, this week that we only had 76 homes go under contract. So the slowdown is beginning. It's the typical seasonal slowdown that we always experience this time of year. But we're still uh, kind of following the number of new listings. There were 67 new listings, 76 went under contract. But there's that new category I've shared with you. Only you who listen to Let's Talk Real Estate know about this. You have to also watch status to active. Realtors that don't pay attention to that status are missing opportunities for their home buyers. Status to active means they had it out there coming soon, and which means it wasn't available to be shown. And it shows as a new listing under the coming soon status, but it doesn't show up on the internet for the buyer to see. It only appears when it goes status to active. And there were 21 of those. So there were 89 homes that were put on the market new this week and 76 of them sold. And there were another 10 that expired and withdrew. I can't imagine a home listing expiring or withdrawing with these market conditions. That's just unbelievable. Well, my name's Fritz Fester with Remax Professionals. It's been a pleasure speaking with you again today. Uh, if you have a question during the week, you have any issues, give me a call, 217-652-SOLD, and it would be my honor uh, to uh, serve you and to answer your questions. But until then, uh, God bless you all. Make it a great week. God bless our first responders. God bless our police officers. God bless America.